Hello and welcome to Mindful of Everything with me, Agrita, a podcast giving an insight to the mind of deep thinkers, where in each episode I'll be discussing various thoughts and questions deep thinkers often find themselves mindful of, from topics such as climate change to self-development and everything else in between. So, let the journey of mind unravelling begin now. Relationships are very, very important to us. It's something that I don't need to tell you, something that we all know. We as humans are very interdependent beings in the sense that we require our networks of relationships in order to survive, whether that's on the emotional aspect or just for survival in general. We require relationships in order to live. So it makes sense when we prioritize our relationships in our day to day lives. And Because we're so complex, as I've mentioned before in my previous episodes, we as humans are very, very complex in the way we live our lives compared to other organisms. So it makes sense that our relationships are also very, very complex. There are many, many different layers to relationships. And when you combine all these layers, you make a very complex network. And that's why we see relationships as very intimate. And that's why we prioritise them so much. Today I want to talk about two of these layers in our relationships, expectations and necessities, in other words, standards. These are two layers that I think we mention quite a lot in day-to-day life, but we don't pay too much attention to them in terms of actually understanding what they mean in our relationships and understanding that they are, of course, two separate, distinct layers and they are related, they are linked together, they're not mutually exclusive, but we need to understand them much more in order to not confuse the two and not mix them together. Because once we end up misunderstanding what expectations are and what necessities and standards are, our relationships get affected heavily. So today I just want to spend some time going through what exactly expectations and necessities or standards mean in our relationships and how we all need to work much harder to actually separate them out and focus on them individually to better understand our relationships and to sustain our relationships in a better way. I'm not a psychology expert, I don't have any training in understanding how people think, how people decide to get into relationships. I have no experience on that whatsoever. But the 20 years of my life that I've lived so far and the experiences that I've gained and what I've understood about my relationships and how other people sustain their relationships, I feel like I have enough experience to actually do this episode and share my view on this aspect of relationships. So I hope you do enjoy and let's begin. I'm pretty sure every single person has heard this one sentence in their life. Do not expect from people, from relationships, from situations, even from yourself, don't expect things. So I've basically lived my life telling myself, okay, I shouldn't be expecting things. Things should just flow. Make an effort from your side, but things should just flow. But then we can't stop ourselves from sitting down and asking people about the ideal types of partners or friends or just an ideal relationship 
or an ideal anything. So that shows that even though we tell ourselves that we shouldn't be expecting from situations or from people or from relationships, ultimately we do. We do have our expectations, we do have our imaginations, we do imagine up things and somehow expect things from people or relationships or situations. So why is it that we constantly tell ourselves to not expect when we expect quite a lot in our lives? There are tons and tons of articles and tests out there to identify your ideal type of partner. There are so many different articles out there telling you what an ideal relationship with your mother or your partner or your sibling should be like. And there are many, many people out there that are ready to give you advice on your relationships, what to expect from them, what not to expect from them, how you can clean them up. So literally, we tell ourselves to not expect and all we end up doing is expecting. And it made me think about this whole issue quite a lot. And that's exactly why I wanted to create this episode today. I think the problem that we have encountered is that we have mixed up the two distinct layers that I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. We've mixed them up and we just don't understand what each of those layers actually are. And we end up swapping the two. We end up thinking that our standards are expectations and our expectations are our standards. And I understand, like I said, relationships are complex, we are complex, but if we keep on doing this, our relationships will end up breaking and we won't be able to sustain healthy relationships at all. So the ultimate question is, are we getting the concept of expectations and necessities or standards wrong or just mixed up? First of all, what are expectations? What do we mean by expectations? By the dictionary definition, expectation is a strong belief that something will happen or it will be the case. In terms of our relationships, expectations is when you expect something to happen and you have a very, very strong belief that if that something happened, then it will be beneficial for yourself and for the person in the relationship. Expectations in themselves are not wrong, but of course it depends on the extent to which you expect something from somebody and from your relationship. For instance, if you expect your best friend to remember your birthday, I don't think that is a problem because if they are your best friend, they should know quite a lot about you, including your birthday. And if they know that you value birthdays a lot, then they should remember it or at least put it on their phone so they see it pop up and they remember your birthday. That is something different. But if you expect, let's say, your partner to get you a bouquet of roses every single Valentine's Day, again, this becomes really subjective because, like I said, you could value Valentine's Day quite a lot like your birthday. So you expect your partner to put in an effort to give you something on that day. In this case, it's the bouquet of flowers. But that's where it gets really tricky because just because you value a particular day and just because you expect your partner to give you those roses doesn't mean that your partner finds happiness in celebrating that day or celebrating it the way that you want it to be celebrated. Same goes with the scenario of the best friend and the birthday. Just because you like to celebrate birthdays and just because you value 
the action of remembering birthdays doesn't mean that your best friend values it as well or values it to the same extent as you. So again, expectations are really, really subjective. And just because you expect something doesn't mean that somebody else needs to expect it or just because somebody else expects something doesn't mean that you have to expect it. And I think that's the beauty of relationships in general. It's all about understanding yourself and the person that you're in the relationship with and understanding where the middle point is between your expectations and your standards. It's all about communicating with the person in your relationship and understanding what they like, understanding what you like and finding a compromise for that. So if your partner really does like celebrating Valentine's Day and you personally don't, then try to find a middle point. Try to get your partner something and perhaps celebrate at your house instead of going outside and going all out. But these are all sort of really small things when it comes to relationships. There are so much more when it comes to relationships and expecting things. And I want to go into the deeper aspect of it. The aspect that if it gets too messy, then your relationships can actually start deteriorating. There are many, many examples of expectations that can become very toxic, but I would like to give you some examples that have occurred in my life constantly that I want to share with you that I see as toxic and not helpful for any of my relationships, whether platonic or romantic. First example would be parental expectations of children. I mentioned this in more big talk, less small talk. I am an Indian and expectations are a big, big aspect in my life. And I guess that's why I made this episode as well, because I've gotten so fed up with my family expecting so much out of me. And one of the expectations I've experienced with my parents is being a good role model. You might be thinking, what does that even mean? How can you be a good role model? What does that mean? How can you define a good role model? And I have the same question. I'm always like to my parents, what do you mean? What do you mean by setting a good example for my younger sister? Essentially what they mean is that I need to try to make as less of mistakes as I possibly can so I can teach my sister, who's three years younger than me, how she should grow up. Sounds really silly because she's now 17, she has a mind of her own, she understands things much better sometimes than myself. So sometimes she's a role model in our relationship. But my parents, if I ever say, for example, something controversial, something that doesn't fit with their beliefs, and my sister's right there, my mum especially will look at me and say, what are you doing? You're supposed to be the role model here. You're supposed to show her the right way. Why are you supporting her? Why are you supporting her controversial ideas? Why are you backing her? You're not supposed to be doing that. And by controversial ideas, I mean many, many things. For instance, it's not necessary to have an academic career, even though we both want to go to uni. She wants to go to uni, I am already in uni. It's not necessary for me to go into an academic career. It's not necessary for us to have children. It's not necessary to agree with my parents all the time. And my sister has always been a very open person. She's always been ready to challenge my parents' views. I've sort of been the mediator between my parents and her. So whenever I do end up supporting her, because of course, as a sibling, 
and I see her as a really close friend. I see her as my best friend, essentially. So like how you support your friends, I support my sister. And so when I do that, my parents just revert attention from her to me and start complaining on how I'm not a good role model. I'm not a good older sister. I don't help her in becoming a better person. I'm just helping her in doing whatever she wants to do. And I think that's a life story of all Asians in general. But it is something that has affected me and still affects me, not so much as before, but it still does affect me. This expectation that as the older sibling, you need to always do the right thing, even though there will be many times in your life where you don't know what the right thing actually is. But just because you're older, you need to know what the right thing is and you need to be going on the right path all the time so your sibling can follow in your footsteps. That is the major, major thing that I've experienced in my life and still do. That is a toxic expectation. And that's why so many people say, do not expect from people from your relationships. Don't expect somebody to do something just because you think that's right or just because you think that they're at a certain point in their life where they should be doing that. Moving on to romantic relationships. To give you a bit of a context, I have never dated anybody. I've never gotten into a romantic relationship, but I have expressed my interest and I have had crushes and pursued them, etc. Just a heads up, I am a very, very transparent person, so I'm going to be very transparent on mindful of everything as well. And I think transparency is something that I really, really love about myself and I'm just going to be super, super clear with everything. So yes, I haven't been in a romantic relationship yet, but like I said, I have experienced what it's like to have crushes and I have confessed to people in the past. So I do essentially have a very, very good idea about expectations in romantic relationships and also just hearing about how other people view their romantic relationships and picking out the things in their relationships are what they tell me that I do keep in mind when I do essentially date someone. And I think romantic relationships are very, very much different to platonic. You can imagine why. They are much, much more intimate physically and emotionally. And they require, I think, much more time and energy for people compared to platonic relationships or relationships with your family. Because essentially romantic relationships is platonic and romantic relationships mixed together. Because you are getting to know that person better and you want that person to be your best friend or at least one of your best friends. But you're also in love with them or you also see them as a romantic partner. It's not just a random person, it's somebody that you actually love, you've fallen in love with and you most likely want to spend time with them as much as you can. You want this to be a long-term thing. So expecting out of romantic relationships is something that anybody that has been in a romantic relationship or basically anyone that has had crushes or pursued them, everybody would know that we all have expectations and it's really hard to kind of throw them away when you're in a romantic relationship. So for the small things like remembering your birthday, Valentine's Day, anything like that in a relationship, it's perfectly fine to sit down and talk to your partner about what they prefer and what you prefer. But when it comes to things like those toxic expectations that I've mentioned, 
that's when the problem occurs and that's when people start losing trust or interest and your relationship, your romantic relationship ends up breaking down. Just to give you one major, major expectation that I've heard from many, many people that I think is really, really toxic and essentially really misogynistic, very supportive of the patriarchal society that we're in today. I, again, for context, I just like to mention, I identify myself as heterosexual. So any experiences that I give you are all going to be heterosexual experiences. So I do understand that my experiences will be biased, but I try to be as open as I can. And I do try to not, for instance, say boyfriend and try to say partner instead to kind of include everybody. But I just want to say that I am a heterosexual girl and my experiences are very based on that. One major expectation that I've heard many girls tell me, many heterosexual girls tell me, is that you shouldn't have expectations for guys anyway. And even if you do, your expectations should be really, really low. Before anyone would have said this to me, I would think that that is absolutely trash. And it makes zero sense because essentially you're dating a human. Forget the fact that you're dating a man or girl or anyone. You're dating a human and expectations, sure, of course, shouldn't be there. But why is it that we're telling ourselves as girls that we shouldn't really expect anything from guys anyway because they are guys? So that's essentially what I was hearing quite a lot in the past few years. I was told that guys are guys, you can't really predict them, they will make mistakes and you just have to move on. Because if you don't do that, you'll stay single for your whole life. Let me just tell you, if that is the case, I will happily stay single my entire life. Because if there are certain things about my friendships that I can't tolerate, There is no way that I will be able to tolerate them when in a romantic relationship. There are many, many expectations that I mean when I talk about this whole idea that you shouldn't really set your standards high. Again, I'll mention standards in a bit. But just to give some examples, if a guy is drunk, don't expect him to not do anything wrong because he's a guy. If a guy has slept around with loads of people and he does the same to you, Don't expect him to just change for you because he is just a player and he's going to do that anyway. Don't expect a guy to reply to you instantly because guys like to play around a bit and he will probably wait a day or two days to reply to you because he wants to play around with you. There are tons and tons of expectations that I have heard from people and unfortunately the people that tell me this are girls. There's never been a time where a guy tells me what a guy expects out of a girl, a heterosexual guy expects out of a heterosexual girl there's never been a time like that it's always been girls telling me that I shouldn't have any expectations for guys anyways because guys are guys we have to just get over that and that is so misogynistic so supportive of the patriarchal society that we are in still and it hurts to know that it's girls that are continuing on to feed this misogynistic mentality that is still occurring absolutely everywhere in the world whether you're in developing countries or developed countries and it's sad to know that females are affected by patriarchy of course 
Yet it's so many females that are still supporting patriarchy in ways like this, telling us that you should have absolutely no standards or expectations out of guys because guys are guys, they are going to make mistakes, that's totally normal and clearly it's not normal for females to make mistakes. So I've been told that many, many times and at one point I did actually believe it, it's sad to say, but I did believe it and once I broke out from that environment where people were telling me all this, I realised that I was totally wrong for listening to them and whenever I do get into a romantic relationship, I'm going to be treating that guy as a human that I'm in love with and not a guy that I'm in love with because I'm going to be liking him for who he is rather than the man he is and that's basically it. Whenever anybody gets into relationships, at least for heterosexual relationships, we assign people gender roles from the beginning. As soon as a child is born, we assign gender roles. Oh, you know, overall, I've seen this, whether that's in Asia or Europe or whatever, that if a guy is born, well, it doesn't really matter if he does the chores or if he does learn how to cook, it's okay. He can learn when he's a bit older. But for girls... Oh, girls, you know, they probably will become mothers in in the future. So they should be knowing how to handle a house overall. And I've seen that throughout whoever I talk to. I have seen, on average, girls do more work than guys do at home. Of course, it's not true. And I think it's definitely reducing in current generations. But it still does exist. And that's just the whole issue of, I think, romantic relationships, at least for heterosexual relationships. This whole assignment of gender roles and who should expect what out of a relationship, that just shouldn't exist. When you are dating someone, when you're married, engaged to someone, when you love someone, you should be loving them for the human they are and not the girl or man they are, not the woman or man that they are. Until people understand that, I don't think we can actually have truly healthy romantic relationships. That's just from my experience. There are many other girls, for instance, that have told me that, you know, that is utter trash. You shouldn't listen to people like that. And I guess those girls are the ones that have kept close to me and not other people. But I think that's just a major, major expectation I really wanted to get out in terms of romantic relationships and particularly heterosexual relationships because I don't have any idea of how it's like for homosexuals or for pansexuals or anyone that is not heterosexual, doesn't identify as heterosexual. But for heterosexuals essentially, it's just this problem of us assigning gender roles and saying that men can essentially do anything because they are men. And that is how men are wired, you know, that's how they think, that's how they live. And that should not be the case because I've seen so many guys out there genuinely that will meet your expectations, I'll meet your standards because they are good humans. Before good men, they're good humans. And that is what everybody should be looking for. Look for a good human and not a good male or female or anything like that. So it just shows how much we've confused the concept of expectations and standards and necessities in our relationships. We just don't know what is an expectation and what is a standard. Just to give a definition of a necessity, 
is the state or fact of being required. Essentially an indispensable thing, something that you require. And when we come when we talk about relationships, of course, again is very subjective. Relationships are very personal, so of course they'll be subjective. Even expectations are very subjective. We are all unique people. We have our own personal interests, personal wants and personal needs. So, of course, if expectations are subjective, necessities and standards will also be subjective. But why standards are essentially much more important than expectations is because standards reflect how you as a person are. It shows people what you value the most out of relationships and out of people and out of yourself. It shows people what you require in a person for you to get into a relationship with them, whether it's platonic, whether it's romantic. And that's why people tell everyone to basically focus on your standards and your necessities in a relationship instead of focusing on the expectations because expectations are the wants of a relationship and necessities are the needs. The standards are the needs of a relationship. And the underlying truth is that if you don't understand yourself and what you need out of a relationship and what you prefer to see in somebody that you want to be in a relationship, whether it's romantic or platonic, you will not be able to set your standards to the level that you want it to be set to. That is the main problem and I think that's just the main issue of today's society, modern society. We have lost time in actually understanding ourselves and until we don't understand ourselves there is no no way that we will understand somebody else, that we will understand our relationships better. There is no way because relationships are mutual. It's just not one-sided. You don't call it a relationship if it's one-sided. Both of you are working together in this. And if one of you just don't understand who you are, where you stand in a relationship, you will never know the standards that you have set for that person. And that person will either misuse that or just that intimacy won't exist in your relationship. So the first thing I think is just to understand yourself. Tell yourself what you actually look for in a partner or a friend. What you look for in a relationship. What is it that you value so much? And then choose your people accordingly. With your family. Decide what it is that you look for in family. In your family relationships. For me it's always been support. I know that for instance my parents are not going to always accept what I think. And will find it difficult to change their mind because they have reached an age now where they can't do that anymore and I totally get that but all I want them to do is essentially just support me and that's exactly why I am very close to my parents. Yeah sure I have a lot of clashes with them and we don't agree on lots and lots of things but in the end they end up supporting me because they know that they have raised me well, they trust their upbringing a lot and because of that they end up supporting me even though they will argue a lot when it comes to things that they don't find acceptable. In the end they have always always supported me and that's exactly what I want out of relationships with my family. I want that support and that is the basic thing I have set in terms of my standards. 
For expectations, I could say, oh, I want my parents to be more open-minded. I want them to agree with absolutely everything I say. That's an expectation. But when it comes to a standard, when it comes to a necessity, I just want their support and I just want their love and that is it. And that's the major, major difference between necessities and standards in a relationship and expectations. It's just looking for the basic, basic things that make a relationship worthwhile and fruitful. And I think the basic sort of standards that anybody should have is just love, respect, support, all the basic things that every single human needs in order to survive, emotionally at least. For your romantic relationships, everybody will have different standards when it comes to picking their partner. But again, the standards should be there. Saying for myself, of course, there is a list of things I do look for in a guy, but I never make those standards and expectations get mixed up. I make sure that they're very separate. I know my expectations, but I always try to push them behind and focus on my standards and the necessities that I look for in a romantic relationship. I've always told myself to prioritise my standards before expectations all the time, whether that's looking for a new friend or a partner. So instead of saying stuff like, I expect my partner to be a vegan, I say stuff like, I really want my partner to respect the fact that I'm vegan and I will never ever force anybody to become a vegan. That is one of my morals. I don't force things onto anybody because I believe that every single person has their own individual choices to make and nobody has any right to influence them in any way. So instead of, like I said, expecting that my pa- my partner is a vegan, I instead look for somebody that respects the fact that I'm a vegan and wants to know a bit more about it. And that's it. It's all about that respect, that love, that support. And again, I think those three things are really, really essential in every single relationship. To give another example, I don't expect my partner to look amazing every single time or to have an amazing style. But I do want my partner to be presentable all the time. Of course, not at home. But in terms of presenting themselves and their appearance, I want them to be presentable. You can see that major difference between my expectation or what people usually would expect when it comes to their partner's appearance and the standards. I just want you to be presentable. I just want you to be hygienic. And that's it. That is it. And that's where you stop clashes from occurring and unnecessary arguments from arising because you're letting that person be them but you're letting them be the best version of them and not a fabricated image that you have created and you want your partner to be that person, that they aren't. That is basically why I wanted to create this episode. I want everybody to realise to just throw away their fantasies and imaginations and expectations of people in their relationships and just focus on the good points of that person. Of course, look at the flaws as well of that person, but help that person to become a better version of themselves and that person should be helping you to become a better person of them of uh, yourself as well again relationships aren't supposed to be one-sided if they are then that's not a relationship instead of expecting your partner to be very rich and have their own house help your partner in their career path 
and support them at all times help them reach their goals and work together to get that house instead of expecting a partner to have a house already or to have lots of money saved or anything like that you know these are just examples of what you shouldn't be expecting and what you should be setting as your standards so the main message I want to get across in this episode is that first of all separate your expectations and standards there are many times where our expectations become our standards and it doesn't affect your relationships and that's perfectly fine but like I said we are all intellectuals we all understand when our expectations get in the way of our standards and when we disguise our expectations as our standards and you just need to set out that time to list out your standards and your expectations, make sure they don't clash with each other, make sure you don't mix them up and focus on the standards. Make your expectations your standards only when you realise that there is nothing toxic about them, that those expectations won't ever make somebody change for you. You have no right to change anybody. The only person that you can change is yourself and Of course we can advise anyone about how they can change themselves because there will be flaws in people that are really strong and they do need to change. I do get that. A flaw is when something about you becomes harmful to somebody else and if it's becoming harmful to somebody else, you do need to change that. We all know that. But when you realise that your expectations are forcing somebody to change themselves because of what you want them to be and what you want them to fit into, the image that you've created that you want them to fit into, that's where you need to stop and reevaluate your standards and your expectations. And I think the best thing really is just to not have any expectations because your standards are that strong and because your standards are that high. So if your standards are just essentially wanting support, wanting love, wanting trust, wanting affection out of your relationships, then I think that is it. Those are the key things that you should be having in your relationship anyway. And if your standards are that basic, then you won't be having any problems with your relationships at all. Of course, everybody has ups and downs. That's normal. Again, like I said, we are very, very unique, very complex beings. Of course, we're going to have ups and downs. We're not supposed to be accepting everything of everyone. And not everyone will be accepting everything of us. That is perfectly fine. That is life. But when it comes to clashes because you're forcing somebody to be a particular somebody that they aren't, or if somebody else is doing the same to you, that's when the issues arise. That's when relationships just become shallow. They start becoming shallow. And that's what I want everyone to understand. You need to throw away your expectations and focus on your standards so you can have those real intimate relationships. Thank you for listening. I hope you've gained a little more insight to what it's like to be mindful of everything. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button on your favourite podcast app to be up to date with episode releases and go over to my website mindfuloveverything.home.blog to get more information. This is Agrita with the Mindful of Everything podcast and I shall see you next time.